Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time on this Tuesday. We're talking about who's righteousness. You know, the Lord want to educate and shift you into another way of thinking. You know, the Lord don't desire for you to be religious, but he wants you to have a relationship with him. Father, the entrance of thy words give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Let that be true today, Father, as I speak your word. I pray that the eyes of the hearer understanding is enlightened. Let it be a strong presence of your spirit upon them, Lord, to judge righteously, Lord, to discern, Father, good from evil. In the name of the Lord Jesus. One place in Isaiah, it says, Woe unto them that call good evil, and that call evil good, that set light for darkness and darkness for light. Now, you could, if you don't have a spiritual discernment, you, you can do that. I want to take this example. Take Saul. God told Saul, King Saul was the king before King David. You can go read about it in um, 1 Samuel. God anointed Saul to be king, but Saul had a rebellious spirit. For instance, God told him to go kill his enemies. He said, I remember how... Um, a certain group of people treated the Israelites when they were coming out of Egypt. So I want you to go down there and kill them. Don't leave nobody. Kill male, female, children, everybody. Uh, the cattle, everything. Well, you might think you're righteous and say, well, that's wrong for God to want me to kill the children or to kill the cattle. So that's what Saul was doing. He, he didn't, he had his own righteousness. See, see, righteousness in God's eyes for him to kill everything. It's not for us to question. God created us. We didn't create him. And if you understand what God said, you have to obey what he said do. So Saul go down there. He don't kill everything. And he saved the best stuff. You know, he kept some things and so forth and so on. And God sent the prophet Samuel to him and say, hey, did you do what God said? He said, yeah, I did everything. He said, well, what is it I hear this bleating in my ears, talking about those sheep that he kept? He told him to kill everything. Then he, then he, then one time, it might have been the same time, a guy he was supposed to kill, the leader of the people, he kept him alive. And the prophet Samuel pulled out his sword and killed the man. And so Saul had a rebellious heart. So God, took him down from being king. Well, you get David, when God tells him to do something, he did it. Except David sleeps with a man's wife, get her pregnant, and have the man killed. So if you're judging from the natural, Saul never did that. If you're judging from the natural, you would say Saul was righteous and David was evil. You would say that. But see, God judged according to righteousness, according to his judgment. See, see, Saul had a rebellious spirit. David didn't. David got overtaken in a fault. And when the prophet revealed to David what he did, David repented. Saul tried to justify himself for not obeying God. So, see, you can't judge according to your judgment. 
David ate shoe bread in the, in the temple, which was not lawful to eat, but for the priest, but he did it. So you can't judge by your judgment. You have to judge according to the spirit of God, according to discernment. Now in 2 Samuel, the 22nd chapter, and at the 26th verse, 2 Samuel 22 and 26, David writing this, it says, with the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. And with the upright man, thou wilt show thyself upright. Now, I believe that's why God said, kill that man who was picking up sticks. I believe he just had a rebellious spirit. I don't think he just got overtaken in a fault. I believe he said that, well, you know what? God said that, but I don't care what God said. You know, David didn't have that kind of spirit when, when, when that prophet came and showed him what he did. He said, uh-oh, that's me. He said, but God's not going to kill you. See, see, the penalty of what David did was death. But see, he was under the law, wasn't he? Yes, Jesus hadn't came yet. But you know, David wasn't judged according to the law. See, it, it was another decree. God sent another decree by the prophet to say that God is not going to kill you. God even said when David's sons miss it, he's going to chastise them but not kill them. How many understand that? And we... Today, we have the sure mercies of David. We're not under the covenant of judgment. If we missed it, you're not under condemnation. I dealt with some of that last week. Well, people preaching, not some people, not everybody, some who has religious spirits putting people under condemnation and preventing them from operating in a level of faith. You're not saved by your works. You're not saved whether you sin or not sin. You're saved by grace through faith, not of works. It's the gift of God, not of works. Least any man should boast. Because if you were saved because of your own holiness and righteousness, you'll go around boasting and say, hey, I ain't done that sin. Hey, I don't drink. Hey, I don't do this. I don't do that. That's why the Lord have to hear me. Now the Lord hear my prayers because of what Jesus did. So with the merciful, thou will show thyself merciful. And with the upright man, thou will show thyself upright. We had uh, 2 Samuel 22 and at 26. With the pure Thou wilt show thyself pure, and with the fraud, thou wilt show thyself unsavory. God will reveal himself to you, however you reveal yourself to him. If you think you're smarter than everybody, you, you always stand in judgment of everybody, you believe the, bit, the worst of every person. You know, in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, they say believe the best of every person. But you got some people, they looking to find something wrong with somebody. They see all the fault in, in the person. They see everything wrong with the person, but uh, with themselves. See, that's why Jesus wrote in, in uh, Matthew the 7, judge not, least you be judged. Condemn not, you will not be condemned. He also said it in, in Romans. You know what I'm saying? Thou art inexcusable, old man, that judges another. For he that judges, condemneth thyself. For you, he that judges, do it the same thing. That's in uh, Romans, the second chapter, I believe. You know, so God don't want us to have a judgmental spirit. So I'm saying all this to go here to 1 Kings, the 15th chapter. In that verse 11, it says, And Asa did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord as David his father. And he took away the sodomites out of the land and removed all the idols that his fathers have made. Now, if you get to reading all the kings, all the evil kings allowed gay marriage, child sacrifice, witches and warlocks worshiping idol gods. 
you know, like, you know, <laughs> different, all these different religions. I, I don't want to offend nobody because I know a lot of people listen to me, but I got to tell you the truth. The ones that God, now not us, that God said was evil, they fought tooth and nail to kill babies. They were sacrificing their babies to Moloch. That's what abortion is. They fought tooth and nail to keep abortion. So if you have a president that fight tooth and nail to keep abortion, if you have a president that fighting tooth and nail to preserve the rights of LGBT or whatever, in the eyes of God, not in, you know, I might say okay, but in the eyes of God, he's wicked. And if you voted for a person like that, you're supporting wickedness. Well, Abraham said God going to bless them that bless him and curse them that curse him. The children of Abraham are the Israelites, Moses and all them. Those are the seed of Abraham. So what, another president, he put the U.S. embassy in Jerusalem and he spoke well of Israel. He protected Israel. He didn't agree with his, uh, uh, with the uh, Palestinians when they wanted to drive Israel into the sea. So if you got a president that's for Israel, you got a president that's against uh, gay marriage, that's against abortion, in the eyes of God, he's righteous. Now, he might have a loud mouth. He might have a terrible character, but in the eyes of God, he's righteous. Now, you might have one that got a soft-spoken spirit, handsome fellow, but he but he's against Israel, and he's, a, he's, he's for abortion, and he's for LGBT, he's for perversion, and you call him righteous and call the one that's righteous evil. God says, woe unto them that call good evil and evil good that set light for darkness and darkness for light. We're talking about who's righteousness. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.